Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Just Be. And today we're going to be talking vulnerability. And I'm not going to do any of the floofy shit and tell you about what's going on or anything. I just set a 30 minute timer and I'm just going to talk. I'm going to try this something new because I actually just recorded a podcast about this, an hour long podcast, which, yeah. And I re-listened to it, and I was, like, kind of going off notes, and a lot of it was kind of just, like, my thoughts and what I've been, I don't know, it just didn't feel right. And so I am doing no notes, and I'm just going to talk to you guys about what I want to talk about with vulnerability for exactly 30 minutes, and yeah, I'm not going to stop this, I'm not going to think too much about it. I'm just going to talk for 30 minutes and it's, yeah, which I don't really do a lot, but whatever, let's do it. So basically, today I'm going to be talking about vulnerability. It's been something on my mind a lot. I've been doing a lot of thinking about it. I've seen stuff on my Instagram reels. All my Instagram reels are essentially like friggin' Instagram therapists and just like good reminders and stuff to hear and I love, I love my Instagram Reels page. Ever since I got off TikTok, it's great because even when I'm on that, it gives me inspiration to journal and stuff a lot. And recently, I have been dealing a lot with the conversation of vulnerability. And I've had to redefine it and kind of ponder it. And what I've realized in pondering what vulnerability means to me at this point in my life, I've realized that it's changing a lot recently. And I'm definitely not here to give you some cut and paste definition of what vulnerability means to me, but I'm going to talk about my journey um, with realizing what authentic vulnerability means to me. And yeah, and it's not going to be, you know, a beautiful cut and paste definition. And it's going to be how I've had to, what, what I've come to with like, the experience and reflecting on things that have happened in my life and so I don't know might not resonate with you it might but I don't know this is what this podcast is all about just me sharing experiences and insight that I have and things that I've been pondering on and so like I am gonna set this as this is me rethinking vulnerability and this is my thought process with it a little bit so um the first thing I want to say is that this totally did stem from therapy Jeff shout out therapy jeff i love him he's on instagram he's amazing and he had this conversation about um like messy vulnerability versus like kind of i don't know thought out vulnerability and it made me think about vulnerability a lot and what that means to me and so that did resonate me in a, with me in a way because for me someone who's a perfectionist and I feel like everyone's a little bit scared of being paradoxical. Paradoxical? Is that a word? <laughs> I think it is. Um, I don't know. We don't want to be hypocrites, like, as humans. But we are. And we're all a little bit scared of it. And our ego gets in the way. And for me personally, this came about a lot in vulnerability. Because I am innately, like, an open book, I would say. And... I would say I pretty much wear my heart on my sleeve and anything you need to know is written all over my face most of the time. But 
a lot of me getting vulnerable has been a lot of me intellectualizing my feelings, maybe moving on with the situation in my head through journaling and thinking and meditating and all that shit, and then deciding to be vulnerable because that's me. That's Kaylee. Like, right? It's I've kind of set this principle in all my relationships. My mom and I just had a conversation about this, but, you know, it's, you know, a me thing too. Like with my perfectionism, I set this thing. It's like, Kaylee's always okay. You know, Kaylee's perfect, whatever. And so obviously getting that kind of messy side of vulnerability is hard <laughs> um, for me. And I don't know, when you have something that has always been a part of you, so I've always said, like, in a joking manner, I'm just a perfectionist, like, that's just me, that's just me, that's just me, and it's, like, harming me, and it's hurting me to associate myself with that and put myself in that box every day, but I'm doing it anyway, you know, that's gonna funnel into, like, having problems with actually getting vulnerable, you know, and so for me, I right? Like I, I say, I like wear my heart on my sleeve and all this stuff, right? But when I, when you get down to it, it's like, okay, so how many people do you feel comfortable getting truly vulnerable with? How many people do you, when you think about, like, I, like I'm thinking right now, and I did this the other day and I was like, wow. <laughs> um, how many people do you really feel comfortable showing your raw emotions and stuff? Because <laughs> for me, it's not a lot, like a handful of people. And I think personally, getting vulnerable in any sense, therapy Jeff mentioned that like real raw vulnerability is like that kind of messy side, showing whatever emotion is bringing it about. But for me, like I also think vulnerability is like the thought out sense. I think that I'm proud of you and I'm proud of myself for being able to overcome the ego in a sense, and show people how we feel. I think that's beautiful, right? But also, it is good to kind of think about the other side of vulnerability, like a lot, it, whether it's perfectionism, whether it's you're scared of being a paradox as a person, and we don't, we're not really accepting of kind of being in the middle of things, we have to be so extreme about everything, or if it's, oh, this is hard, guys. 30 minutes not being able to touch this thing is scary. But whatever it be, that's kind of like getting in your way of that, of expressing the messy side of things. Oh, or maybe being scared that like people aren't going to love you when they see the messy side of you. You know what I mean? Like that's all huge and that all comes into play. And so like for me, there are like very minimal people that I feel comfortable doing that with. And that has me thinking about what vulnerability means to me. And also, this is something that me and Marley have been talking a lot about recently, is like the rationale behind your thoughts. So I have always also had a really hard time with this. And I don't even, we, me and Marley weren't even talking about anything like, oh my gosh. It wasn't anything even about this. We were talking about something totally out of the realm, but she worded it great. Like, your thoughts don't need to be rational, ever. Like, 
your thoughts are thoughts, your emotions are your emotions. And for me, I care a lot about people. And I do a lot of thinking about other people. And in my relationships, a lot of the time, like, I get upset when that's not reciprocated. And that has been because I don't, like, make those boundaries. And I also don't establish, like, who deserves my vulnerability. And I think that it's a hard pill to swallow that just because you're giving people your all doesn't mean that you're meant to be best friends with them or meant to be friends with them or even meant to be in their life. You know what I mean? Some people don't serve you at the time and that also goes on the other end. You know, I don't have to serve everyone always constantly. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. It's been, it's been something to think about a lot recently and kind of tying in some books I've read and thoughts that I've kind of gathered while trying to understand what vulnerability means to me, being the observer has been something that I have thought that I've been living by for a while, like um, observing your thoughts, but not, like I am not my thoughts, right? But in many instances, like, I don't know, when you judge people innately or uh, eating, disordered eating thoughts like watching them pass by yes right but for a long time I would watch them pass by but I'm not being an observer bitch I'm being like a hacky sack <laughs> like what good is that doing you know what I mean and your thoughts are there they are telling you something when you're angry get to the root of that you know and and yes they're just your thoughts you're not your thoughts right understand that, but also understand you do have the power to observe them. And that is just as important as watching them pass by and not associating yourself with them. So most of the time it comes down to projection, which I've realized. But before I understood that, and I was just sitting there like a fucking hacky sack, just watching my thoughts pass by, I would watch them and I wouldn't reevaluate them and so when it came to the conversation of vulnerability it was a hard pill to swallow because I would come to terms with my emotions and my feelings and I would watch them pass by and that's dangerous because that kind of instilled in me which obviously I know that that was not the intent of being the observer but again this is I'm telling you I don't know, when you, you don't think about it, think about it too much, and you're just like kind of li- living like this and whatever. When it came to vulnerability, it was very eye-opening because I reevaluated the, like, observer thing, and I realized, holy shit, like, I'm not being an observer at all. I'm not observing, <laughs> you know? I'm disassoci- disassociating myself with my thoughts and my feelings, which is not good. <laughs> so, um this brought me to kind of the understanding and reevaluation that I am valid in my thoughts and they're important to listen to and my thoughts are cool and they're worth something and if my people that I surround myself with are not also helping me understand and not valuing and respecting me and understanding that my thoughts are my thoughts and they don't have to fucking be rational, right? Like I mentioned, that I loved that when Marley said that. 
I don't think I told her that that stuck with me like that, but it did. And, um, it's just, it's, it's been a really cool journey to kind of break, break shit down and be like, okay, so I need to redefine vulnerability because when I had a conversation with my mom a few months ago and she was like, you have to be careful with who you give your heart to. And I'm like, I just want to, I don't think, I just want to, I just want to get it out there. I'm a conversationalist. I want to have a conversation, but for me, I had to sit back and realize that sometimes having that conversation is not worth it. And you have to really be careful with your heart and realize who you're giving it to, you know? And she said that to me at that time and I didn't listen to her because I didn't really get it because I objectively I thought it was more mature to always have that conversation like that I'm the bigger person and doesn't matter if it's hurting me but also like kind of fuck that which I didn't really understand until recently um and like another situation that kind of came up where I gave it and I gave it I gave it and I gave it my vulnerability and I did it again and I did it again and I did it again and I got upset when the expectations that I set for someone did not do that for me like all I wanted was that vulnerability back and then I put myself in the situation where I gave it and I gave it and I gave it and then like I'm being expected to like like I'm getting asked (laughs) after I've done it I've all I've done is give vulnerable answers and conversations and then now instead of like when that person wanted an answer from me or like wanted to talk to me they would ask me, like, how do you feel about this? And I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> how many, like, how much can you give until you just, like, Pleh. you know? So, totally two different situations, but it's been a really hard pill to swallow because, I don't know, we all are, we're all on different journeys and we're all going to learn what vulnerability means to us eventually, right? But right now I'm at this point where I'm like, I don't know. I mean, it just, this is just kind of resonating with me as I also kind of mentioned in another podcast. I forgot which one it was, but I was saying how for a long time I kind of suppressed the part of me that always was very empathetic towards everyone because it, it hurt me because I didn't really know how to use it right and it's scary to kind of have have that if that makes any sense it's like it's a little scary to be in a world where it's very individually driven and you care so much about people and you give so much to people so I rejected it for a really long time and so now I'm at a point in my life where I need to find balance with that and not overdo the um the giving because I I suppressed it for so long and so now I'm trying to find balance with kind of entering the conversation to more of the vulnerable aspect or whatever because I want to give people my heart that's like my instinct and I think that's beautiful and I also again want to reiterate that I don't think that I actually think it is very 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 important not to necessarily act on your emotions and 
just blurt things out and always be reactive. Like, I'm not saying be reactive or whatever. But what I am saying is that in your vulnerability, don't, this is, like, this is to me, to me, not to you. Like, for me, I'm, I'm saying to myself, like, don't just intellectualize your feelings and, like, understand them, but also accept that you're feeling them, you know? It doesn't matter if it's not, if it doesn't make sense. It doesn't matter if it doesn't make sense. Emotions don't make sense, you know? Like, they're there because, like, and you can break it down, you can heal, and you can learn your triggers, you can learn why, right? Like, that's for you, and in the right time and place, yeah. Like, let's talk about the the healing process, because with someone that you are ready to get messy vulnerable with, you can also talk to them about how you're evolving, and like, understanding your triggers, and where they came from, and the roots of it, right? Because that's beautiful, but also for me, I, the reason that I'm kind of bringing in this piece of being okay with being messy vulnerable is because I've always kind of put that shield up because of kind of maybe perfectionism or trying to attain this character that I'm supposed to be. And we don't want to be hypocritical, but we are, right? I keep mentioning this, but I just want to bring it back to this. I need to be okay with just being like, I feel this way. And I might not know why yet. I'm going to work on it. Like, I'm making a vow and a commitment in whatever relationship we're talking about, right? And I am I just want to make it clear. Like, I'm not talking about, like, relationships, like partners. I could be... This This I, I apply and I'm talking about in a general statement because I apply it in my friends, my family, in whatever, my future boyfriends, whatever. Like, I apply this in fucking anything. So, just want to make that clear too, but like, in any relationship that you have, like, person, me personally, I'm also making a vow to, like, understand myself too, because you can only understand someone else as much as you understand yourself. So, that's an important thing to me. So, I can allow myself to be that messy vulnerable in front of people that deserve it, Right? that are willing to hear me and I hear them and we have a beautiful relationship, right? That's important. (laughs) But, and as long as you're feeling heard and reciprocated, right? Again, (laughs) making that clear. But it's like, I want to be and work on just being able to realize that it's mature to feel your feelings you know, I can say, I feel angry right now, and that's okay, you know, and again, I make, I'm making a vow in my life to always be working and working and working on myself, and I'll get there, right, when it, when the time comes, I'll get there, and I'm, I'm working on it, but for now, my feelings are valid, and this is how I feel, and it might not be pretty, it might not be what you wanted to hear, and it might not be how you intended a conversation or a situation to end up, but it did. And that's important. And also, like, on that note, it also is a conversation of boundaries and self-respect because if I didn't understand that, 
and like I wasn't bridging this conversation, maybe in my future relationships, I would continue tolerating people or anyone in my entire world not hearing me out, not being empathetic towards me, not being compassionate towards me, a mix of the two, right? And maybe making me feel like feeling things aren't okay, (laughs) you know? Because personally, I give all my love and respect to the people I love and the people who reciprocate that love and we have beautiful, harmonious relationships, right? But sometimes you're like on a different journey than someone who you love so very much and that's okay. And I think that if we just did a little bit more acceptance of kind of just being okay with not being on the same path with the people we love, I think that we would, life would be more harmonious because me personally right now, finding people who accept me and my open heart and people who are able to kind of show value to that and not shut that out, that's important to me. And so I don't know. It's that like having this, bridging this conversation and learning that it's beautiful, that this is an ongoing conversation for me in my head, in my journal, right? It's also helped me a lot with realizing what I'm tolerating and what I want to tolerate in the future and the love that I receive too. Like it's, it's really important because a lot of being vulnerable is about relationships with people, but also it's important to realize that this is a conversation of self-worth. You know, I'm no longer going to be tolerating people who are disrespectful towards me and don't value what I have to say or how I feel. And it's, I don't know, that's, and like, I am probably on a different journey than someone else and they have something else in the forefront in their brain. And this is why you give people grace, you know? that is like not a dig in any sense towards like anyone at all it's just saying like hey we're on different journeys this is important to me right now and like yeah that's like just not that deep like for so long i thought that it was and it's just not truly and yeah so i'm kind of just i'm kind of learning how to implement it all like look at look back at my me being so fearlessly vulnerable in my own way at the time what worked for me and being able to be like damn that bitch has balls like she really sat there and she collected her thoughts and she she said how she felt you know but also be able to be like you know what i can probably count the times on my hands where I had that really messy type of vulnerability that I am not really comfortable with yet. So it's just kind of cool that I can accept all of the thoughts that are coming through my brain right now. And I don't know, my mom's probably listening to this. She's like, oh, this is really silly because we just had a conversation about this a few months ago. And, like, that's what life is all about. Like, we had a conversation about this. I didn't get what she was saying. I didn't understand it. And, like, now I do. And 
I genuinely do think that the universe is just trying to pound into my head (laughs) right now that I need to be careful who I give my heart to. And I can be a nice person and I can be a beautiful person with a big heart, but also I got to be selfish sometimes and I have to protect it and give it to the people that I love and that deserve it and show me love. And if I don't do that, I'm going to become a freak show who has no energy for the people she loves and that sucks you know (laughs) i'm gonna be pouring energy into people that don't give a fuck about me or make me feel like they don't give a fuck about me that's a better way to put it on that note my timer did go off uh but i did shield you guys from the sound i did cut it at a certain point because i don't want to do that to you any of you guys truly i don't want to make any of you guys um listen to your alarm clock that you wake up to every morning if someone did that to me in a podcast i'd probably freak out so on that note i'm gonna go guys gonna go get some work done now i have humanitarian club later lots of fun stuff coming up nevaeh is coming this weekend i can't even believe it i am literally so excited and her and sarah are gonna come and hang and it's gonna be so awesome and fun and yeah this is like an awesome little thing too. Anytime I feel lost in my thoughts while I'm doing a podcast, I'm literally just going to stop recording and do what I did this time because it's five now and I've been doing this since two. <laughs> and I ended with like a 30 minute podcast and it felt way more authentic than if I had done anything else. So anyway, y'all, my neighbors just started playing clubbing music at 5.04 in the afternoon on a monday so on that note i think i'm out of here um yeah thanks for listening and i'll see you guys next week